I'm Steve Hofstetter, and you are listening to Birchwood Podcast, which you probably know because it's a damn podcast. You didn't just flip to it. You know what this is.
Hey, what's going on, Shane Ogden? Hey, man, I just wanted to call and say hello. Well, hello there. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. I just wanted to let you know what I was thinking about you. I hope you're doing all right. Oh, hell yeah, man. I appreciate the call. Great great episode with Dan, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, another another slap together. You know, the weekly rush. <laughs> it's a fucking monster to put it together every week, isn't it? It is, man, and and I I let some of the quality go just to get by sometimes, you know. Oh, dude, no, it's uh, it was great, man. I loved. Uh, thanks a lot for all your kind words. Uh, great fucking, uh, you know, intro. Uh, a lot of fun with Arif. A little bit of Jamie in there, man. That was a great <laughs> fucking episode. <laughs> it was a good time. I gotta do. Uh, Jamie's glued the full interview soon because she wanted to do the podcast, and I thought it would be a good opportunity. But when uh, everybody's partying, it gets pretty loud, right? So, oh, fuck. I'm sure I ruined most of that. Uh, yeah, but you're having a great time, and there's lots, oh, lots, yeah, dude. lots of time on the clock because I've got Steve Hofstetter and uh, another guy that was opening for him, uh, Berenstein. Oh, you got them already recorded? Yeah. Jarrett, oh, dude, that's awesome. That's Jarrett, nice. Jarrett Berenstein. So those two are in the can. So I've still got a couple of weeks that I need I, a window that I have before interviewing uh, Jamie gets to be time sensitive. But um, yeah, man, that's nice to have that in the pocket. Well, I wouldn't mind doing another one with you, man. I mean, we can Anytime. Always, we always can put it in the can and put it out later. You know what I mean? Oh fuck yeah, man! Any any time at all, brother. Hey, yeah. listen, we're gonna we're gonna get together and do some laser tag on I think August or uh, October thirteenth. Okay. Maybe? Yeah. Um, I'm going to include you in the group thread And if if you can make it out, it'd be fucking great, man We had a blast last time And uh, <laughs> it, it was Chris Hovey and Arif, right? That went yeah, Chris Hovey, Arif, Scope Nielsen, and Travis <laughs> Good well, time awesome. Yeah, that sounds fun Yeah, I bet Travis wins every time Either you or Travis He did, man, he did I never got higher than second place <laughs> fucking Travis, you know. You know what it is, man. He's, he hasn't sold himself. No one needs that fucking straight edge lifestyle. That's right. <laughs> Bastard. But I'm gonna include you in that in case you want to come out and and, uh, and have a laugh. Sounds good, man. That sounds good. So otherwise, things are going good, man. Oh, couldn't be better, brother. Yeah. Couldn't be better. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? How's the electrical going? better you know i'm the head of the whole division now which is just me and one other apprentice if i if i can justify getting him like if the job's big enough then i can get yeah. my apprentice gabe and he's got his block one and not, like he uh you know what didn't get his apprenticeship started he just passed block one but then he didn't go in to get his book signed and all that stuff so i okay, think right i took him into the apprenticeship office and i've signed off his book when you know different things that he's accomplished uh, towards his uh, fuck dude that's awesome man and what a great fucking thing to do for a young guy well yeah it makes you feel good right because you're yeah man you're helping somebody you know because there's people that when I was coming up they weren't helpful right so I wanted to say you fuck you know and when it comes time to get you get your hours you go back to block two but you know boss tries to talk you out of it say fuck you I gotta go you know just coach oh, yeah. well, along right and, and, it's, and it's great for you too man because you know, you've got a good apprentice when you need one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he is good. He's he's thirsty to learn, you know. He really wants to do his best. But, uh, yeah, that, man. you know, I got the company vehicle, and uh, that saves a lot on gas, right? And uh, It sounds like you're more, a lot like getting comfortable in the fucking role, man. That makes all the difference, you know. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. Now I've you sound a lot more confident, like uh, like confident in the electrical. Yeah. Well, I think I'm more confident and more competent because I, I just uh, installed two whole home transfer, like 22, 22k kilowatt uh, generators, right? So um, that's something I never done before. It sounded big and scary, but uh, sure does. Actually, it was not too bad. And once I learned about it, it was. The, the install is easy. Now I'm learning about the maintenance side, which that's the difficult, the troubleshooting and all that. Yeah, like, troubleshooting and servicing, man, that's that's the fucking tough stuff. Yeah, but it is the stuff that's needed the most, right? So, oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. No one wants to replace everything. Just fix it. Fix it. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? I'm having a, a good time. The guys I work with are hysterical. We laugh all day long. Nice. So that makes a big difference, right? Fuck, makes all the difference, man. But, uh, you can shovel shit all. You can shovel shit all fucking day, covered in fleas, as long as you got the right partner. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, I haven't done any comedy since that weekend, but uh, looking forward to getting out and uh, you know, hopefully getting on uh, some of the open mics and and I got a big show in March. You know, I'm opening for most yeah. at the theater. So that's what I was gonna say. You got to get out before that and get fucking sharpened up. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But anyway, no, I just wanted to call, see how you're doing, and uh, say hello. And uh, please do include me in that uh, laser tag. I'll see if I can make oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. yeah, I definitely will, brother. Hey, uh, thanks for the call, Shane. Uh, I love you, brother, and I'll talk to you soon. Love you, too. Talk to you soon. All right. Man. Bye. March 14th, I'm opening for the great James Mullinger at the Imperial Theater in St. John, New Brunswick, Canada. March 14th. Put it on your calendar and show up. It's my uh, my big my big break. <laughs> 20 years in the making. Uh, Going to open for the amazing, uh, the mighty and powerful James Mullinger, the most celebrated comedian to ever come out of St. John, New Brunswick. Sold out Harbor Station twice which is, uh, I don't know how many thousand that place holds. I do know the Imperial Theater that we're going to holds about around 900. I don't know if it's plus or minus, but 900 seems to be a number that I've heard before, and I've decided that's the capacity of the Imperial Theater. My apologies to the uh, staff of the Imperial Theater if I'm wrong on that, but uh, pretty sure it's a 900-seater. So I have until March 14th, to come up with a hilarious however many minutes James is giving me. I should really ask him. Suppose it's 10 minutes. Could be 7 minutes. Could be 12 minutes. Who knows? I'm going to call it 10 minutes in my head. And uh, we'll go from there. I want you to know that uh, my audience is growing bigger. I, I don't really know why. I guess people like me. Hey, people really like me. I'm a great guy. I feel great. Oh my God, I just had a mouthful of trail mix and I can feel the peanut shells on my teeth. Maybe I'll have a little splash of, what do you think, treat myself to a drink of water? What do you think? All right. Oh, excuse me. This should be called the van cast. Sounds like a German instrument. Pass me the van cast. 
It's a str it's a stringed instrument handed down from my Yerman Yandfather. Did I turn Scandinavian in the middle of that? I don't know what I am. That's the that's the key thing, isn't it? Finding out who you are. And uh, I'm 42. Still don't really have. I don't know. Is that fair to say? Who knows? Well, I'm running my mouth before I'm running through these thoughts, and that's always dangerous. And that's probably why you listen, right? Some guy's like, hey, this guy should be on medication, but he's too stubborn, and it's a great Friday uh, hobby of mine to the uh, untethered brain of uh, Shinogden. Shanene. You're live with Shanene. <laughs> What volume are you listening to this at, eh? If I am a little bit louder and a little bit quieter, you could turn it up and down, but uh, I'll, I'll try to keep the volume more stable for you. You don't really know about days and weeks. I, I've been going like, you know, crazy. Just, just crazy. There's too many things. I, I am too many things, you know? But uh, I also don't want to talk about that again because I feel like I'm a record, a broken record, which is a terrible analogy because a broken record wouldn't even spin around once, would it? A broken fucking record is useless, y'all. You couldn't play one tune on a broken record, right? But the, the idea is you say, oh, he's just like a broken record. And that is when you repeat yourself, repeat yourself, repeat yourself, repeat yourself. I had a little fun with uh, the, the notion of repeat. Uh, my daughter, when she was a little bit younger, used to tease me by saying the same thing a couple of times or repeating what I say. If I said, Ella, clean your room, she'd say, Ella, clean your room. And I would say, oh, there you are, Pete. And she'd say, oh, there you are, Pete. And I would say, do you know why I call you Pete? And Ella would say, do you know why I call you Pete? I would say, because you repeat. And then she'd start to giggle when she said, because you repeat. So I would, then I would tickle her and that would be the end of all the repeating. So um, my buddy Ella, my, my little, my little uh, tiny pint size female version of me, my little rare albino monkey is with her mother this week and uh, kind of missing her. What are you doing? Huh? Are you changing the oil in your car? Are you having a fist fight? No, that'd be stupid. Can you imagine getting into a fist fight in the middle of listening to a podcast? That would be one of the only ways to make this exciting, right? Oh, how is your fall going? Isn't it beautiful out? I mean, New Brunswick has all kinds of trees. In New Brunswick, Canada, we have so many highways that just are lined with trees and uh, you know it's beautiful watching the fall leaves change color all of the autumn colors the reds the oranges the yellows it's all and I even like saw the Norman Rockwell uh, typical leaves just floating down swaying down to the ground like that feather in Forrest Gump man it's so beautiful out and just just that touch of bitterness in the air uh, that is what 
we have to look forward to. I imagine we're just going to get ass-rammed with freezing temperatures this winter. I can only imagine what fresh hell it will be. And I wonder what effect global warming will have on, on our winter this year. It's, it's already snowed in Calgary. Uh, and there's always two camps, isn't there? There's always two camps to the weather debate and the climate debate. People are like, oh, the earth is going through natural changes that have been occurring since the beginning of time. And then there's the hippies going, we're all going to die. The polar bears are skinny. Our beanies are making us sweat. Well, maybe take them off. You know, it's... Uh, but I shouldn't have to take off my beanie. It's almost winter. So my girlfriend looks at dog buttholes. Did I talk about that last podcast? <laughs> Yeah, she's like, uh, Sparkle's about to poop. I'm like, how do you know that? And she's like, her butthole's dilating. I'm like, oh my God, that's a birthing term. That's disgusting. And also, you look at our dog's asshole, and she's like, yeah, I do. And I'm like, what? She's like, well, that's how you can tell when they're going to poop. I'm like, why do you need to tell if they're going to poop? Like, they just, they, when they poop, you'll have the bag. You'll be ready. They'll do it. There's no need to, like, make visual contact with your dog's anus. Like, why are you, oh, that's, I just think it's wrong. But she thinks it's normal. So that's why we're different. Hi, you're listening to Birchwood Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Ogden. I have an exciting show coming up. Um... March 14th, 2020, at the Imperial Theatre in St. John, New Brunswick, Canada. I want you to be there. Um, so, if you're in the area, hey, check it out. And, you know, even if you're not, go to uh, Shane Ogden Comedian on Facebook and like the page. Also, go to Birchwood Podcast on Facebook and like the page. And we're also going to put up pictures of uh, things that are related to the show. Not of my dog's asshole, thank you very much. Because... <laughs> I have some dignity and pride. And also, gross, right? Anyway, why don't you email the podcast and tell me what you think of uh, Doggy Shitgate. <laughs> it's birchwoodpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, by the way. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing with a friend. And thank you for being you, being wonderful you in this land of wonderfulness, right?
And this portion of the show is called Shane Reads Fortune Cookies and then comments on them. So I bought uh, fortune cookies from Sobeys, the grocery chain. And I am opening up a huge package of fortune cookies. I don't know how many fortune cookies are here. I gotta think at least 20. Could be more. And they are Santa. Does that say Santa? I don't know if that's. Oh, I'm reading. It. That was upside down. <laughs> wings. These are wings fortune cookies. All right, here we go. Ready? I'm gonna break the cookie, and I'm definitely not gonna eat it. Okay. Here we go. Someone is looking up to you. Don't let that person down. Wow. <laughs> That's actually pretty meaningful. Because um, I've been feeling like really strange lately. Conflicted, I guess. And uh, I guess that's a good reminder that, you know, my kids, I think, are counting on me. Right? Someone is looking up to you. Don't let that person down. Hmm. Interesting. Should I do another one? Here's uh, number two. Fortune cookie number two. Okay. What's this? Good health will be yours for a long time. Hey! Thanks, Wings Fortune Cookies. I want to have good health for a long time. <sighs> Which reminds me, my doctor emailed me I can't imagine. He probably had someone do it for him because he's got lots of money. Um, he, Somebody from my doctor's office emailed me my file because my doctor is retiring for health reasons. So, I have no family doctor. Let's look at fortune cookie number three. What's this one say? You tend to spark the flame of enthusiasm in people. Wow, I should keep these to write. <laughs> keep these to write my bio, you know. I'm going to be healthy for a long time, and I tend to spark the flame of enthusiasm in people. Oh, man, that, that's a good thought, isn't it? And these are really positive. You know, it's weird. I don't, I don't really, I've never gotten a negative fortune. From a fortune cookie. You know what? I'm just going to open all 20 of these like a psychopath. Let's read them together. What else we got to do? Let's do it. Okay. Get ready to do something daring. <laughs> oh, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> okay. Get ready to do something daring. Wow, I guess I am going to do something daring. Here's what I'm going to do. I was considering doing this, and that fortune cookie pushed me over the edge. I'm going to go roll a joint, smoke it, and then return a different person. I'm going to, well, I'm going to be the same person, but my mind will be different, right? And see if you can spot the difference between me being sober reading fortune cookies and being high reading fortune cookies. 
Okay, are you ready? Okay, I'll be right back. So, okay, here I am. I've ingested some cannabis, and now I'm going to open some more fortune cookies from the lovely people at Wing. If you're going to buy fortune cookies, make sure they have the Wing stamp of approval. Okay, here we go. Okay, what's it say? I have it upside down. And that's the French side. Okay, here we go. Be tactful. You will save someone from heartache by doing so. Well, I better get some tact. Yikes, that seems kind of negative and dark. Maybe not. Maybe just being tactful is a positive thing. Okay. Lucky numbers 10, 14, 18, 19, 28, and 32. Play them back for the winning lottery ticket. The 649 Atlantic Lotto. Can you imagine if that actually worked? How happy and believing in magic would that person be? Okay, here we go. Better caution at first than tears afterwards. Oh, wait. Yes, okay, I read that wrong. Better caution at first than tears afterwards. That's right. You know, look before you leap. You know, just hedge your bets. Do the right thing. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, here's another fortune cookie. Okay. Une proposition du comment vous serez fait Benoit. Bientôt. 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 I don't know what any of that means. Ah, here it is in English. You will soon receive an unusual proposition. Thank you for listening to Birchwood Podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing with a friend. Please let everybody know that I exist. And this is your chance to know that Steve Hofstetter exists. Um, I didn't know that he did before he came to work at my comedy club, Chuckles Comedy Club in St. John, New Brunswick, Canada. Uh, check it out, chucklescomedyclub.ca. Great performers such as the one you're about to hear in this interview, Steve Hofstetter. Now, Steve is known as uh, the guy who defeats hecklers. And so that's what is, a lot of his comedy is geared towards online. But uh, he does indeed have uh, many hours of uh, well-written and performed stand-up comedy. And he's just a joy to watch on stage. A true professional. And uh, it was a pleasure to see him live. And you can see him live. If you go to stevehofstetter.com or just uh, search him on all the social media platforms, you'll find his comedy. Um, it was um, a, a parking lot interview. He was nice enough to lend me about uh, 20 minutes of his time and uh, a little bit of Jarrett Berenstein in there as well as they traveled together uh, on this tour. So... Uh, I'll just leave you with this. Uh, thank you for listening to my show. If you want to email the show, I'll be happy to read your email on the air. It's birchwoodpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thanks for listening. And here's my interview with the great and talented Steve Hofstetter. Listening to the uh, untethered brain of uh, Shinogden. Shinene. You're live with Shanene. <laughs> what volume are you listening to this at? Eh? Quick. 
Yeah, he does like a 10 minute thing. So uh, check this out. I lived in a trailer park um, and it was called Birchwood Trailer Park. So I called the podcast Birchwood Podcast. Nice. I interview comedians and then I rant at the kitchen table and I kind of mix it up and uh, ah, who cares? That's what I do. All right, and uh, good. you're Jarrett uh, and, and Berenstein. Berenstein. I will never forget that because my mom used to read me the Berenstein Bears. And so uh, now whenever I think about you, I'm going to think about my childhood. That's fucking oh, weird, isn't that's it? That's very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and you're Steve Hofstetter. That is correct. And you were the headliner tonight. That is correct. And you're the headliner for most nights. Uh, it depends on where. I guess, yeah. Because no, you, yeah. you do those big, fancy L.A. shows where you're probably, like, standing shoulder to shoulder with other great comedian gods. Uh, in L.A. and New York, they're showcase format. And so everybody does anywhere from 5 to 20 minutes. And there's sometimes insane lineups. There was one show we did uh, last year where on one lineup it was Hannibal Burris, Ron White, Whitney Cummings, and Judd Apatow. One lineup. So I was are you se- are you secretly impressed? Because I know when I see you on stage, I feel like even if you had some kind of feeling about it, you'd still maintain your composure of being like oh, yeah. the I've been, man. I've you know doing, what I mean? Well, I'm not the man, but I've been doing this 17 <laughs> years. Yeah, yeah. And it's long enough to know that like it doesn't matter. No one show matters. Nobody really cares. Yeah. You know, you you do a show and. I mean, half the time, someone will come up to me after a show and be like, oh, I love this one joke. And I'm like, that was someone else's joke. And they're like, you didn't say that? Like, no, nope, never did, never did. And so you, you just you take it, you know, moment to moment, have yeah. fun while you're doing it. Yeah, I've had people come up to me and tell me I was great on shows that I wasn't even on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love oh, doing wow. The Tonight Show. Be like, I've never done The Tonight Show. Oh, my God. So, yeah, and then meanwhile, it's like, oh, but did you watch the show that I hosted for a year? Yeah. No, no mm-hmm. never did. So how so, how did you guys meet, if you don't mind me asking? Was it just through a, a show and you just kind of decided I, to work together? I think or? the first time I remember, because w- when you perform in the same city, you know, you run into people sometimes. But the first time I, like, took notice of Jared. I remember it was at Gotham Comedy Club in the downstairs lounge, and I saw you do your LaGuardia joke, mm-hmm. which yes. I thought was so funny. And that so that was the first time, because a lot of times you see comics perform and you know you, you don't remember them because they don't say anything memorable um, but that was enough of a funny joke that then I was like now he's a comedian to me okay so you, you know? respected him as a colleague like absolutely. a peer absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. Yeah. When, I, when I saw him do that joke I was like damn that's good and I can then, relate to that man yeah like you then, see somebody with a, like a little bit of skill you're like alright I kind of identify with that absolutely yeah. and then he went from being the guy who said that to being Jared Berenstein <laughs> Jared know? Berenstein, yeah. And, and uh, you know, then there was a festival that you were on, and, and it was just one of these things where we worked together more and more, and then last year, uh, he came on tour with Brett Druck as my regular opener, and, you know, we needed a third on the tour, and we added Jared to the tour, and it was an instant fit, and we'd just been touring together ever since. Oh, that's awesome, man. And how do you feel about opening up for Hofstetter? I mean, uh, you know, he's a great comic. There's a lot to learn every time he gets on stage. He, uh... He attracts a good, uh, smart audience that wants to be there, that wants to laugh. It's just been, it's been a fucking pleasure. Yeah, like, and, and I... Now well, let me walk away and ask him. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. So, help me. Save me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you ride in the back seat and you have to fog up the windows and you have to write help backwards. No, that's ridiculous. He drives. <laughs> So, um, I gotta be honest, and I, and I hope you're not insulted, I had no idea who you were. 
That's okay. How did I miss you? Because everybody knows who the fuck you are. I feel I, like I'm living in a rock. Now, I am living in New Brunswick, but it's still... I didn't know who you were until <laughs> I met you tonight. I don't so feel like you still know who I am. <laughs> you're holding a phone recording me right now. I kind of want... Because it's been happening to me a lot on, on tour with Steve. Because people, they come here to see Steve. Then they come yeah. up to me and they go, I didn't have any idea who you were. But I, I loved your stuff, and I'm like, I don't yeah. understand why that first part is necessary. Yeah, you, know? you could just be like, I don't get it. Just, just say you liked it. I think as people are trying to say, oh, I loved it, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. He's asking as an investigative reporter, yes. which is way different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that, are you giving me it's, that honor of that title? Because in I, fairness, Geraldo yeah. Rivera was also an investigative reporter. Mm-hmm. So, no, but I, I say that because I feel like I should know you because you're so good at comedy, and that. That's just me being honest. Like, I, I love that. your videos. Um, I became a fan because Julie booked you. Yeah. You understand? Like, I, I should have known you. I, I know. I feel like I know the comics. It's, it's you know a... I mean? I'm at a point in my career right now where, mm-hmm. to some people, I'm a household name, and to some people, I don't exist. It's and weird. it is... But that's how things build. That's you know, true. I, I, right now, can sell to any city, any decent-sized city in the world... I can sell 100 tickets. And to the better markets, for me, I can sell 400. Amazing. Yeah, except that's only 400 people. Like, there are a lot of comics... There are a lot of comics who can't sell 10 tickets. Yeah. But at the same time, like... The the ones everyone's heard of? You're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of tickets. Right. And so there is this this middle ground that I'm working in right now. And I'm very happy to be there. It's really interesting for me to hear about because I'm so far away from that. I started this comedy club out of just desperation. Like, I got a girl pregnant. I wanted to stay here and and be a good dad. That's how most businesses start. But in my heart, I want to be a comedian. So I want to be around comedians. So I want to book comedians and, you know, be around them and see what they do. It's amazing. Shane Ogden, I love you. I love you too. You're interrupting the podcast. <laughs> She's on the podcast now. You're on. Now on Wen- podcast. Wendy McDonald has joined us for zero Shane reason. <laughs> she just decided to uh, come over when we're She's clearly your, doing something. She's your something. hype woman. That's She's the what... hype. She's the hype girl. Yeah. I love you too. Thank you very much. I Wendy. appreciated I you coming here tonight. I appreciate you coming here tonight. Mental health is of the utmost importance. It I is. Quite agree. Yeah, we all agree I with I'm that. I'm on the podcast, so I'm going to like step out. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. What an authentic moment in comedy. What a perfectly but, you authentic know, moment. Uh, what you lose in quality in this podcast, you gain in experience because I am always creating content and... Um, do you, you're the same way. You, I mean, you create a lot of content. You it's, film every show. I did. I was running my YouTube channel for 10 years before it had any significant numbers. And that's how you have to do it. Like, people all the time are like, oh, I'm going to make a YouTube channel so that I could get famous next year. It's like, I mean, it can happen. Right. But that's not how it works. Like, that's not at all how it works. You put out content after content after content. And the reason my channel hit is because I had a video go viral. Uh, Three million views in three days. But the video before that was a special I shot myself. A, you know, six camera full shoot that I funded. You know, half crowdfunded, half myself. And so when people saw that viral video, they were able to come and see more. Wow. And that's the thing about content. You can create the greatest, most wonderfully viral video, and if you don't have more, then it won't help you. It's a flash in the pan. Right. Yeah. Case in point. 
I did a. Uh, I I had a. Oh, that's cool. Come on in, oh, yeah. Jackie. We're just, We're just doing a little doing podcast here. Jacqueline. You want to make sure you don't say anything that you don't want on recording. <laughs> He's already recording me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did a podcast together, and we talk, talked about your experience, and I think it's great what you're doing, Jacqueline. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Actually, yeah. I, that's, I, it's funny. I came here on a more serious note this time. I think when I talked to you, I talked yeah. probably some tasteless jokes. Um, and I had all kinds written up. I thought it was really, I thought it was funnier than you, right? <laughs> and I had them all written up. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I got to stick to the message here and let professionals do their jobs. Well, that was your exact, one of your exact points. So that's what I did. Yeah. Well, it was great. I think I the whole night in. went really well. And like I said, uh, Jarrett was amazing. Uh, yes. I thought uh, Dan did very well. Dan held his own. And I mean, Dan's yeah. only been doing it for four years on a very part time basis, you know. So uh, it's kind of amazing how it all fell together. And you had a lot of stuff that just seemed like it fit. You know, I mean, you, you talked prop- about how people interpret what people say to each other and how we communicate with each other. I mean, there's a reason I chose to do the material I chose to do tonight. But right. But it's also, it is it is the set that I have been working on, and it it did fit very well. And, you know, sometimes, like, look, I'm not, I don't believe in, uh, you know, I don't believe in some, I mean, I alluded serendipity. to it tonight. No, no, I no. do believe in serendipity. I don't believe that there is, you know, some dude on a chair upstairs going, here's what's going to happen. But I believe that there are forces in the world, there is energy out there that we are all a part of, and none of us will ever understand it. Anyone who says they understand it is lying. But I think that sometimes things work out for a reason. You know, my country ass isn't very articulate. But uh, when when I you... Did, I got that from country ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you were saying uh, the part... Um... Uh, I just started to laugh and I totally forgot what I was going to ask you, but... The gallows humor? The gallows humor. Thank you. I've never been able to articulate that. And I I felt that in my heart when you said that, because I'm very, I feel like, and Jacqueline's the same way, we love dark humor. Like very, the the worst thing, I go around all day thinking, what is the absolute worst thing I could say to someone? How would my boss react if I just drove the fucking van through the window? Well, I mean, I always think about that all the time, and I giggle. Don't do it. There's limits. (laughs) But the the idea, the idea, I could guess, I don't even know your boss. And then I would put it in park while the thing was still shaking, I'd go, what'd you think of that shit? I would love that it's, but it's it's gallows humor isn't quite that no it's no. more it's more of just being able to I, I mean it is laughing in the face of tragedy i've i was raised with it gallows humor is the reason they call it gallows humor is the idea is it's when you are hanging from a gallows about to die or when you're sorry when you're in the gallows about to die when it's hanging above you basically um you have a choice and if you can be funny in that moment Right, and that's what that's what it is. It's that's the darkest moment we have, and so when you think of all our other moments in our life are lighter than that, and if you can if you can turn your darkness into humor, that's not dark anymore. Yeah, and so I, I mean, and I have I have friends who not even comics who are dark as fuck. I have a friend who so my birthday's on September 11th. And a bunch Which of which I love, Vegas. by the way. Thank you. I'm not. <laughs> that a was huge a great. Fan of it. That was a great choice. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. a great decision that you made. Yeah. So I had not celebrated my birthday for 18 years. It was my 40th this year. I decided what? to get a couple friends together. Yeah, I'd get a couple friends together, and go to Vegas, and actually celebrate my birthday. Because you know, as an American, you don't really have a 9/11 party. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, we finally, we it was to, sad. Went to Vegas. It was a milestone birthday. 
And so one of my friends, both now in comics, one of my friends is texting another, talking about how excited they were. And he goes, this is going to be the best 9-11 ever. <laughs> oh, my God. To which the other friend goes, second best. Oh. So, that's but that is what I mean. But that's why I'm laughing. It's horrible. It is horrible. But, that, but all three of us were there. But you all three of us you were in choices. New York when it happened. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so to be able to to process it as, look, we went through the stages of grief, and we went through knowing people who were killed, and we went through, um, you know, one of these guys actually was one of the people who helped change the database system at the Trade Center rubble so that they could keep track of everything, like as a volunteer college student. And so we went through all of that stuff, and you have to be able, the way you process it, you cry or you laugh. That's how it works. Uh, that message was certainly felt tonight, and um, man, like it was just everything was so everybody everybody that was involved just had a great message and a great like uh, dark jokes and light jokes, and every, I think the the show was amazing. You're on the uh, your your career's on fire right now. You're on the upswing. Uh, your YouTube you can tell, videos I'm in, are viral. I'm in John right now, so <laughs> that's where everybody goes. Right, but but yeah. but some, some of the reasons certainly yeah. that we were able to convince you to come to our tiny little town and tell your jokes was because uh, you you liked the the message and you you liked that our uh, our friend Brad uh, who passed uh, you were his favorite comedian. That's not some of the reason. That is the reason. Yeah, I mean, so it's amazing. Is, without, without that, I'm not gonna. Take come to the strip three, mall. Take three planes to, <laughs> to a strip mall. To a strip mall to work for way less than I would normally get. It was because it was because, and I right. was t- and I was telling you this earlier. It was to as a comic, you try so hard to break through and to reach people. Right. And to know that I reached him enough that after he passed, you guys believe that I would be his choice. It means the world to me. It means that, it means that what I'm doing is working, and you know, coming up here and doing these shows is my way of saying thanks. Oh, beautiful! Thank man. you. Thank you for an, doing that. An interesting thing is, Brad must have been liking or doing something on your comedy page because one day I remember him running through and being like, "Steve Austin invited me as a friend. Steve Austin invited me as a friend," and I was like. Who's Steve Austin? Brad said that. Yeah, Yeah, he. Well, I I mean, it's I have a I have a Facebook uh, fan profile Mm -hmm. where the way you know originally started. Now there's just a link on my on my page for it, but the way it originally started was just if you liked or commented on a video, you know, we would send you a friend request because Facebook buries pages and not profiles. Oh, so if you have a page. If you post to a page, less than five percent of your of the connections are going to see it. If you post to a profile, it's about fifty-fifty. Oh wow! And so I decided, okay, well, we'll have a profile. I can't add people to my actual profile because that's full. And so I made a fan profile, and that's how we would do it. And we would add people who would like or comment something nice on a video. So, so you're saying he's not an individual. He was just one of the masses. And no, he I'm doesn't say, know that now. I'm it's saying good. That it's he, good. Yeah, he'll never find out. <laughs> he'll That's never the good know. news. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, is that it was, it was a smaller scale version of why I'm up here. It's yeah. because he went out of his way to you know, say something nice about a video. So we went out of our way to friend him. Yeah. And that's how that's it works. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. So that was a two-hour show. Yeah. How did you feel? Uh, it was a little bit less than two hours, <laughs> um, but I, I would say that too much longer would have been pushing it because yeah. you always want to leave. I mean, I did sell less merch than usual, 
because okay. a lot of times people at, at, in a long show and the reason if no one knows the context of this we were discussing the merits of a 90 minute show versus a two hour show mm. and I'm a big fan of the 90 minute show because you want people going that was so good I wish it was longer but and, they don't wish it was longer and that's Right, and so with a two-hour show, you still have that from some people, but mm. from other people, they're like, "We gotta get home." <laughs> so yeah. uh, that's why I prefer the shorter show. It's just right. it's they're different schools of thought. Julie, uh, Julie prefers the two-hour show, and I'm open to try both. I've right? always I've always yeah. been a fan of uh, you know hit them hard, hit them quickly, and get the fuck out. Well, you certainly hit us hard, Thank and you. you certainly are getting the, the fuck heart. out, aren't you? I hit you in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> I kicked your ass, your heart's ass. Yes. <laughs> um, I can't thank, no, thank you, you. I can't thank you enough for doing this fundraiser. I can't say what a thrill. I can say what a thrill it is to meet you, and thank you for doing the show. And Jarrett is so cold. And Jarrett is cold. <laughs> I'm always cold. And Jarrett, I, I hope to do a little more in depth with you tomorrow if you don't mind a yeah, street sure. interview somewhere of warmer. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and Steve, Summer's I can't warmer. thank you enough. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, Everywhere. Just, just pretty much at Steve Hofstetter on anything. And then my YouTube channel is The Hofstetter. Um, it's from an old. It's because YouTube originally made you. Like your channel name was your login. It right. It wasn't. Just Google it. And now we're just freaking stuck with it. So if you so Google just, Steve Hofstetter, you're going to find him on YouTube. You can then... even spell it wrong. They'll take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again. Thank you very much. Cheers. I appreciate it. Will you do one more thing for me? What's up? We say, I'm Steve Hofstetter, and you're listening to Birchwood Podcast. <laughs>